Now then, 12 minutes past eight, a very tense political situation ongoing in Cambodia where the Prime Minister and de facto Head of State recently said he'll remain leader for another decade after 32 years already in power. The main opposition party leader's been arrested for alleged treason. A daily newspaper critical of the government's been practically shut down as part of an apparent crackdown on dissenters before next July's general election. We had hoped to speak to two guests this morning, one of them, um, a foreign correspondent accused of being a spy has been unable to uh, speak with us today, uh, which I think is reflective of the challenges of sharing a voice on what's going on in the country. Um, we can now hear, though, directly from the deputy publisher of the now-closed Cambodian Daily, Deborah Krisha Steele. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And I know that you two are uh, limited in what you can perhaps say, so feel free to just share what you are comfortable sharing with us today. Um, how long have you been working for the Cambodian Daily and, and what's it like being a journalist there? Well, actually, I, I uh, live in Tokyo and the newspaper was founded by my father, uh, Bernard Krischer, who was the former Tokyo Newsweek correspondent um, during the 60s and 70s and he covered uh, Japan, Korea, and had access to Cambodia and Indonesia and was very friendly with Prince Sihanouk. And after the Civil War, he wanted to uh, help build the democracy there. And with uh, Sihanouk's blessing, he launched a newspaper, the Cambodia Daily, uh, which was supposed to be a, and which was, I believe, uh, a very um, good newspaper with high journalistic ethics. It also trained many journalists who went on to other jobs. And um, so I, I didn't actually work at the Cambodia Daily, but I've been involved with it since 1993. I understand. And working closely by my father, yes. But there's been a months-long dispute over tax, in fact, levied by the government. Can you walk us through that? Sure. Um, so what happened was this, this uh, newspaper was a a non-profit project that my father set up in Cambodia in 93. He, he got a uh, media license from the Ministry of Information to operate this newspaper. He sold some advertising. He put a great deal of capital in this sort of in the early 2000s just because he had the money. And it was actually running at huge losses, mostly from 2008 but it was his little baby, and he just kept, you know, uh, publishing this paper. And um, about uh, end of last year, 2016, the um, Ministry of Commerce said you need to register with uh, um, with us and uh, add a VAT. So um, we did that. We were very, and you know, my, I I actually set up a company because my father is 86 years old, and he did he thought he would die before the, the end of the Cambodia Daily. We did not imagine this kind of thing happening. So in, in March, I set up my own company. I got a VAP number. I followed every rule and regulation that, that they were requiring us to do. And then on August 5th, I got this tax bill that said, you owe $6.3 million um, from the period of 2006 and 2016. And it was leaked on a government-aligned website before I even received my own copy, and I was getting press calls. 
And so I thought, whoa. First I thought, gosh, somebody's done some miscalculation. It's not possible that if, if we were to pay taxes for that period, that there would be such, it would be such an astronomical number, particularly because it was running at such huge losses. And, and at first I thought the leaks were um, maybe done by a low-level clerk, and I wrote them and I said, please, this is just, you know, not professional. Could you please send all these documents to me in, in a private manner and we'll, let's, let's discuss it. And I was expecting a very normal process of an, an audit. And then I also wrote back and I said, I don't, I don't, I refute that I owed, you know, $6.3 million. And in fact, Bernard, in our sales agreement that you have, um, says he will take care of any liabilities that occurred during his ownership. And Bernard said, I refute I owed 26,000, 20, uh, what is it, 20, 25 billion real, which is $6.3 million. Wow. Um, and, um, he also said, I've donated so many schools all over Cambodia, you know, like my own money in the Cambodia Daily also made lots of charitable contributions. In fact, all the profit that it ever made when it made profit went into building uh, rural schools. It all went to the Ministry of Education. So he said, you know, I, these contributions should be credited. And there is a there is a little part of the tax law that you can make charitable contributions. And so... You know, we were asking for these things, and then we got a letter back that said, we we deny your denial, and you're going to have to pay $6.3 million by September 4th. Now, this is a very unusual situation, and oh, and that letter was leaked as well. It, it was put on, yeah, put I on mean, that. This, that is really, this is really indicative. I mean, it's just one example, but it's indicative of the kind of stories we are hearing out of the country that's very worrying. I, I want to mention, though, that the final copy of your newspaper, at least for now, on Monday had a headline, Descent into Outright Dictatorship. Yeah. Um, are, are you concerned about the consequences of that headline, of that story? Um, sure. Um, I think we are already kind of feeling those consequences. They have now taken my, my husband hostage, uh, the latest is that uh, they will not allow us to leave. I happen to be in Tokyo. My father's also in Tokyo. But my, my husband is there, you know, running our charity. We have an orphanage. We, we build schools. And they have said that unless he pays $6.3 million, they're not going to let him out of the country. And um, they've just uh, filed some, uh, I guess, lawsuits against him. It, and it's now at the court, and he could get arrested, and it's it's really a very uh, surreal situation. He was a uh, an employee. He had he had nothing to do with the ownership. He wasn't even there during that time. But it looks like uh, they're keen on on detaining him. But against this backdrop, we've seen the leader of the main opposition, Cambodian National Rescue Party, arrested against yes. his constitutional right of immunity as a lawmaker. So if you've yes. got that going on, then, well, as terrible as it is, uh, obviously rules are being broken. Yes. Um, and this has got an international context to it. Are, are you not expecting some sort of change in foreign relations landscape, um, not least, of course, the relationship with countries like the United States? Well, I think the United States is already very um, 
um, hard on this situation. They've been very, um, what do you say? Um, they, they, well, what's going on inside Cambodia is a very strong anti-American sentiment. And I don't know how much the U.S. has influence right now. They have just, they have kicked out um, NDI. They have uh, taken off Radio Free Asia, Voice of America. And um, now they've closed down the American newspaper. Mm. There's been a lot of rhetoric going around saying the Americans are trying to uh, start a color revolution. <laughs> Um, so I think the American influence may not be so strong with the government right now. I, I, I am hearing that, you know, the, the Hun Sen government is very close to China, and China is, is making some influences and, and very supportive of what the Hun Sen government is doing. Well, so we, I think there are... Yes, I think there are... are sorry to jump in, because we are out of time, sure. but, uh, I okay. mean, thank you for sharing this remarkable story it's it's terrible uh, and we hope it has a happy conclusion for you and, and that you're reunited with your husband soon thank you deborah krisha Steele, deputy publisher at the cambodia daily and yeah it's it's one example but it backs up and supports even more uh, of similar crackdowns uh, and obviously major concerns for Cambodia right now. I've spoken to some people in Seoul who've spent time in Cambodia and some of them say that, you know, they're not surprised by what's going on. Maybe you've had a similar experience that you'd like to share with us. Powder Sharp 1013 for 51 per message.